Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello to your beautiful Fife Rester. It's Crystal Rosas back with another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Tonight I share how me and my single girls get guys when we go out. <sighs> Sit back, relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Hello there. How are you? It's another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Wherever you are, wherever you is, wherever you's listening, please do your girl a solid and make sure to subscribe. So then you're going to get notified every night when I bring out a new episode, which is every night that I'm here. Okay. So um, let's just start off with a personal story because that's pretty much what the whole podcast is going to be tonight. Not going to lie. I'm not physically in studio today. But I still want to make sure that you have a little something-something to listen to. So if you recall a few weeks ago, I'd say mid-April, I came back from a weekend, the weekend that Stepping Stone was coming to visit and then just crushed all my hopes and dreams and let me down and put me zero on his priority list. Y'all remember that? Okay. I told you guys that I had a crazy, crazy weekend and I couldn't fit it all into one episode. So I have a whole like note section on my phone where I just have bullet points of what happened throughout the weekend. And I'm going to share those four episodes where I'm not going to be here. Okay. So this is one of those story time situations. Okay. This is the night, the Friday night, that Stepping Stone was supposed to be in town, but didn't really tell me to kick it with him or anything like that. So I went to the Emporium, which is like an arcade, dancey, barry place here in San Francisco because it was my sister Isabella's birthday. Okay, it was her birthday, so I had to go turn up with her at the Emporium, and I went right after work. So this is one of the many things that happened that night. Okay, I think this is going to be this is for sure going to have to be split up into two parts because the second part is just so crazy in itself. But this is just going to be the first part of it. And, and honestly, the second part is kind of 
terrible, so I don't even know if I'm going to share that yet. But um, let's just go into the first part of what happened at Isabella's birthday party at the Emporium, okay? So I get there with my girl Angelina, and we just got off work, and I'm looking like a, I'm probably like a six or a seven at this point. But the thing about me is that I could look like a six or a seven, but wherever I walk in, I will think that I'm a 10. I My confidence is just through the roof when I go out in public because I know that if I can just go up and talk to any guy I want with my personality, you know, like us, us ladies who are like a good six or sevens, we automatically become tens when we are confident and we just think that we're the, the shiz, you know what I'm saying? So ladies, wherever you are, and if you're feeling like at a six or a seven that day, just, just have the confidence of a 10 and you will instantly turn into a 10. So that was going, that's what was going on with me that night. Okay. I didn't look, I was definitely not on nine level, but because I looked okay, but I knew that I have this personality to back me up. I was walking in there like a 10. So I don't know how you single ladies go about things when you go out. But for me and for my single friends, the first thing we do when we go into a new location is just scope the scene. Like who's here? Who looks single? What guy groups are here? Who's the hottest in the room pretty much and I know it's kind of shallow but that's just kind of how it is I mean we, we gotta look for something you know so I walk into the Emporium feeling like a 9 and 10 looking like a 6 or a 7 and I'm scoping the scene and it's probably like 1230 at this point and there's just no dudes like no dudes at all that's fine I'm still gonna have a good time with my girls we still go and you know turn up or whatever and, and be the cute ones there but you know, if as soon as you go somewhere and there's not any guys really to impress, you don't care about that anymore. You're over it and you're just trying to have a good time with your girls. So we're doing that. We're getting down on the dance floor. And because, like I said, my confidence is at all time high at all times. A few guys start coming up and trying to dance with me. These are straight up frat bros. And I could tell that they are younger. And one of them starts backing it up on me. Don't get me wrong. I think it's really cute when, as a flirting technique, if you're on the dance floor, a guy comes up and starts twerking on you. I think it's it's pretty cute. But if that's all he's really doing and he's not really trying to get to know your name and then he turns around and tries to get you to dance on him, that's where I'm just like, mm, no. The way you to talk to me is... By offering me a drink, 100%. Offer me something to drink. I mean, I wasn't even really drinking that night anyways because I had to drive home. But, like, I can have one drink, you know? If you're not even going to ask me for a drink, then you're just wasting my time. I don't need you twerking on me and making me giggle and stuff. Show me that you can provide something. That's what I'm going to say about that. So this guy was just kept twerking on me, kept trying to get me to dance on him. I'm sorry. I don't know you. I'm not going to twerk on nobody. I don't know, especially if I'm 100% sober over here. So... No, I'm not going to dance on you. Your friend is annoying because none of my girls are really trying to dance with him and you're doing the most over here. So I'm, I'm kind of annoyed at this point. And then you're also scaring away the other cute guys that are around because around 1 a.m. is when I started noticing that other cute guys were coming around. So it did take a little time, but it did eventually happen. And all of a sudden, there was like four, five, six hot guys around. And I'm pointing out every single one of them to my friends. So we all know that like at 2 o'clock, we got San Francisco Giant Hat over there looking cute at 6 p.m. we got long sleeve daddy over here like you know we obviously give them nicknames and some of them you know we'll make eye contact then we'll look away and then we'll kind of like make eye contact through throughout the night or throughout the song or two or whatever um no one really comes up to us because that's the thing when you're in a 
a big group of girls. There was a good six, seven, eight of us. We be intimidating, okay? I definitely understand that when guys see a whole big group of girls, they feel kind of like, e. we don't want to go talk to them in front of everyone because we're afraid that we'll get shut down. And that is a high possibility. But... I'm also kind of cool. Like, if if a guy that's not even remotely around my league comes up to me, I'm not going to be rude to you. I'm going to actually talk back and, and be nice and pretend to, you know, care about your existence for a second. And then I will let you down slowly where no one else around us knows that I'm just not feeling it. But, yeah, so we're just doing our thing. And, you know, we noticed that we're not getting too much action on the dance floor. So then we move up to where the pool tables and that is. Like, the pool tables and the hockey, the air hockey tables. That's where you can get a lot of interaction with other people because there's so much movement and there's so much going on. It's easy to, like, comment on something when you're trying to get at people. So the squad, we moved to the pool tables, okay? And we're kind of just, like, drinking and watching and, and doing our thing. And this tall guy comes up behind me and puts his whole arm around my neck, kind of like a side hug, but from behind. And I'm like, who is this? And I look up, and it turns out it's someone who I went to high school with, okay? It's this guy who went to high school with me. He's a year older than me. He was So he was in my brother's class. And he's hecka fine. Like, he is fine as a dime, but the only problem is he did hook up with one of my best, best friends in high school. And even though it's been years that her and I haven't even hung out or talked, I just still find it kind of weird if I were to ever do it. That's how loyal I am, okay? That's how how much of a loyal friend I am. I'm sure if I called her and I was, hey, audio, I do think it's cool if I hit, hook up with this guy, she would have no problem. But the fact that I know they hooked up, I just, I can't do that, you know? I just, I would feel horrible if, if for whatever reason did end up getting back to her and I didn't even ask her. And I just feel like it's kind of gross. I'm not gonna get with someone that my friends have gone with. Okay, I don't think I've ever really done that, and I don't think I ever will. That just is a little too too grime to me, too close, too close for comfort. You know, I know y'all hooked up and did the hanky panky, and I, I don't want you saying that. Oh, I got that friend, and then I got another friend, so I just leave it at that. This guy has clearly hit on me before. He's sl slid into my DMs. He comments on a lot of stuff that I post. He's so fine, so fine, but. I just know at the end of the day, I can never really do anything with him. And he was also a really close friend of a guy that I dated in high school. So the pretty much the only guy that I dated in high school. So that would be kind of weird on top of it. I just didn't want any drama or anything to do with his situation. But he definitely comes up and he definitely puts his arm around me, okay? And I'm kind of annoyed because there's a guy playing pool, like, around that vicinity who was potential. Like, he was so attractive. So having this guy all over me is definitely not a good look, especially in front of this other guy who I already was kind of eyeing. So let me switch focus onto the guy that I was eyeing, okay? There, there was a few red flags about him from the get-go. So you know those guys who are just so good looking, like they're almost like Metro where they probably get their nails done, like buffed, you know, they probably don't get polished on them, but they go to the salon and get pedicures. They get their hair cut every single week. He might get his eyebrows done. He was one of those guys, you know, dressed to the T, very kind of, he, he looked Puerto Rican. So he was one of those like, oh, papi, na, 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 chulo kind of guys. But he was definitely like... It's like walking and his movements were 
very suave where if you, you know, heard rumors that he might have gone with a guy once or twice, he probably would believe it, which is not a problem, okay? The thing is, I just usually go for the opposite of that. I usually go for manly, manly men, okay? Like scruffy guys who, you know, work hard and like sometimes will get calluses on their hands from construction work. I like me a hard guy who will like knock someone out. Not really like a pretty boy who, you know, gets his sehas done and stuff like that. However, he was hella fine. So I was eyeing him and he was eyeing me whenever I would like walk back or walk around. I, I could see through my peripheral that he was checking me out. So the fact that this guy from high school is over here all over me, it was just ruining the vibe that I was trying to give off to Papi Chulo over here. So whatever this high school guy's all over me still and he eventually gets off of me and then i see that papi chulo is over here getting on this other girl who's playing pool and i know that they don't know each other because the other girl is best friends with the guy who was all over me so now papi chulo is over here trying to have a competition with me seeing who can be more touchy-feely even though i wasn't even the touchy-feely one so as soon as i saw that i was like yeah no this is definitely not gonna work but papi chulo was in a group of friends okay so now i I went from Papi Chulo to like secondary Papi Chulo, like the, the second cutest one. Because sometimes the cute hot guy in the group, he just always gets girls. It ain't nothing new to him. He's always looking for attention and seeing what the baddest in the room is. So their confidence is always really high. And if, you know, the girl he wants doesn't give him attention, he'll get attention from somebody else. So that's exactly what he was doing. And I don't really like that game. I understand that I was the one making it seem that way in the beginning. But... Yeah, now that you're playing that game too, eh, uh, thank you next. I'll go to the secondary Papi Chulo. So the secondary Papi Chulo was there and he was cute and he was feeling it too. The only problem is as soon as he stood up, him and I were probably the same height. And I'm just tired of dating guys that are like the same height as me. I really want like a taller guy soon or, or just, you know, I have, I don't think I've ever been with a tall, tall guy other than my New York stalker, Nigerian King. He's the tallest guy that I've ever been with. And, you know, after he was stalking me last time I went to New York City, obviously we had to cut, snip him off. So seeing that this guy wasn't that tall, I mean, that is pretty shallow of me, but I just couldn't do it anymore. So I ended up having to just cut that off. And <laughs> I'm not going to say that I didn't end up going home with anyone that night. Let me just say that I've been out in the San Francisco nightlife, what, for my whole life, right? I turned 21 five, six years ago. No, wait, five years ago. Wait, four years ago. <laughs> my math is so off. I turned 21 four years ago, and I've been going out since I was 19 here. So I've been out in the scene for a long time, and I had never, ever gone home with someone that I met that night. Ever, ever, up until this Emporium night. And it wasn't with Papi Chulo. It wasn't with Papi Secondary Chulo. It was with some other guy that I'm going to have to leave you guys on a cliffhanger. I'm going to have to leave you on a cliffhanger. And um, we're going to save that story probably for the podcast with Gabby Diaz, Mom Don't Kill Me. Because that story is just not appropriate for this podcast not gonna lie the mom don't kill me podcast the weekly one that i have every friday with gabby diaz that's 18 and over please and in that one we can talk more freely about the single life but in this podcast i'm trying to keep it for the most part family friendly so i'm not gonna share about that in this episode um sorry about it but i do have a lot of other stories that i'm gonna be able to share with you guys tomorrow um and for the next few episodes where i'm not gonna physically be in studio so that's pretty much what happened at emporium the first half of the things 
that went down. Um, that sums it up for this episode of Crystal's Nightcap. How do you and your friends go out like for your single ladies' nights? Because that's kind of how it is for us. We scope out the hot guys. We'll you know see if we can mingle or whatever. Most of the time, nothing ever goes down. But sometimes it goes down, and a lot of times when it goes down, you regret it. Because that's what happens to me every single time. Um, there it is, you guys. Another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Make sure wherever you're listening, you are subscribed and you're following me on socials at La Crystal Rosas. Have a great night and I'll see you on the next one. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.